How do you become or stay creative on demand? I think one of the ways is go out and walk a retail mall or go out and walk a botanical garden. Or in this case, if you have the means to go to a Euro shop, I think that's one of the great takeaways is being able to recharge batteries and start to see an industry that I've been in for several decades with a fresh set of eyes and come back inspired and hopefully able to share that with my team. Strong companies, lasting partnerships, powerful events. Welcome to the Experience Builders Podcast. Chris, when was the last time you got out to Europe? Um, so last time in Europe was three years ago this month at the last Euroshop meeting. And it was um, two noteworthy events. As I was leaving, the COVID virus was just hitting the European continent from Asia. So that was the first notable, notable, notable thing. The second thing was I was a 20-hour flight, Dusseldorf, the wrong way to Turkey for an airport meeting to New York and home. So 20 total. And apparently I built a blood clot in my leg on that flight. So, I mean, it was a surreal, should have known the blood clot was the easiest thing after what was to come for the next couple of years for our industry. But um, have not been back to Europe since. And I'll be honest, really looking forward to going back um, this week for Euroshop 2023. So. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Euroshop. And honestly, yeah. I'm not too familiar with the event. And maybe some listeners out there aren't either. We want to cover, you know, why you should go today and what you can learn from the event, who you're going to be able to meet and what you're going to be able to see while you're at your shop. So for those of the listeners that are like me, why don't you inform us of what Euroshop is? So it's the world's largest trade fair uh, for anybody that has anything to do with retail, um, trade shows, conventions, business conference, face-to-face -face marketing in general. Um, I think the thing that's so impressive about um, Euroshop, Khalil, is the sheer size of the of the show. So it takes place, um, official dates, just for those who don't know, uh, February 26th through March 2nd is the exhibition hall hours. It is in uh, Dusseldorf, Germany, Messe Dusseldorf, which is about 15 separate exhibit halls. So those of you that no, Chicago's McCormick Place or Orlando has the West Hall and the North-South building, you know, two good-sized buildings. Um, Las Vegas has one big building, what they call North uh, Hall Central and, and South Lower and Upper, and then the new West Hall. So that's, I mean, in theory, that's four halls. Fifteen halls at Messi Dilsdorf. It's just, I mean, it, it's a lot of walking, but um, really, and, and the whole place is full. So one hall will just be filled with lighting. One hall might just be filled with retail fixtures. Um, uh, one hall, and I'll spend a lot of time in this hall, has to do with, you know, exhibits, uh, more for trade shows and conventions. But um, it's just, it, it's an extraordinary gathering in one location, Cleo. And the designs, it's not just cool products, but then, you know, the designs you see are um, just like no other. 
And uh, again, for those that haven't uh, been to shows in Europe before, you typically have a much longer window to do your move-in and your installation. Um, the materials you use are not all pre-engineered systems, and they're not all pre-engineered in the U.S., but many are because we are on a much shorter window, right, on how long we have to move in and move out a show. So you really can see um, some creative things with lighting. You can have an entire forest with real floral. You can have um, sheetrock with custom painting and wallpapering and because you've got the time to do that. So really an exciting, um, it's an exciting environment. So I'd yeah. recommend, um, you know, if you, you may not go every three years, but everybody, if you're in this industry should make the pilgrimage at least once. Yeah, absolutely. So whenever you're there, what's the schedule like? How long are you going to be there? And who are you going to be meeting? So great question. So, um, I think most Americans that make the trip over, um, we try and maximize the time. So um, I will see suppliers. I have customers. I know, um, you know, we talk a lot about EDPA and that community, ex the Experience of Designers and Producers Association. Um, one of the, fun, the, for me, one of the, the, the funnest parts is um, one night of the five or five days of the show, um, we have what's called an EDPA pub crawl. And, um, you know, Americans, right? We don't do anything like the rest of the world. So you think of a pub crawl and you think, all right, man, we're just going to start at one place and we're just going to go until, you know, we run out of gas. Well, the American pub crawl for EDPA, we go to one place and we camp out for four hours. Right? So there is no crawl. There's really just camping out. You just out go until you have to crawl out. Maybe that's what, it, maybe that's what they mean. Uh, I think we usually cap it at 100 because... You know, we've been doing the same ancient beer hall uh, location for years, but it's a great place for a lot of the Americans and some of our international friends that are EDPA members to gather and um, just get together for some camaraderie and good fellowship and, you know, raise a pint or two or three or four and uh, and enjoy each other's company. So it's a lot of fun. I think that's happening on Monday night. But for example, um but I'll call ahead and we will, I'll book appointments in the exhibits of the vendors that I want to see, whether they're existing or new. Um, uh, several of my vendors are from Belgium. Um, some of the partners are from Spain. I've got clients and agencies that are coming in from uh, that'll be there from um, France and from um, uh, England and really all over Europe and a lot of Eastern European. And we, it's a great place for everybody to meet in in you know, five days, I can see suppliers and some of our uh, international partners. And it's wonderful. A lot of Asia uh, suppliers and customers come in. So um, for all the reasons that, that U.S. companies go to trade shows in the U.S. and in three to five days, you know, you can see all your suppliers. It would normally take you weeks or months to do that via sales calls. It's, it's just a great place to go. So I will also, um, some of our suppliers then will arrange for a coach bus to if you want to go see their factory in Belgium or, you know, in a in a place that's a four hour bus ride. You have an opportunity to go do that. You go in one day um, tour in the morning, you come back the next night. So you might take a couple of days and uh, see your suppliers that way. But really, um, you know, people think, well, you know, we really mostly do U.S. business. I don't I don't know a lot of companies that are saying that anymore. If you're serving your brand side clients, you need partners uh, across the pond. And they for sure need partners in the U.S. So 
I find that we get great strategic fulfillment partners uh, with the meetings I have there, as well as we always pick up um, new customers that are looking for uh, representation and, and a trustworthy partner here in the States for places like Las Vegas and Orlando where we are. So. Yeah, always good to be investing in your network and expanding it, but also pouring back into those relationships and keeping them healthy. What else are you going to walk away from Euroshop with? So, I, you know, it, you, I used to hear for years before I would go, and I've only been a couple of times before this trip, but, um, you know, it used to be go to your shop, see how exhibits are built, and that's a snapshot of what the U.S. market's going to look like in three or four years. So I remember when, um, you know, a lot of aluminum extrusion systems and we were all laminated solid panels here, but um, a lot of the, you know, the um, German and and European uh, extruders were building great things out of aluminum. Sure enough, that was the trend here a few years later. And then it flipped. They, you know, they picked up on some of the, the big walls and laminate things we were doing, and that became the trend there. So some of that is cyclical. But um, I think from a design standpoint, Khalil, you know, we're going to do a show in, uh, in a few weeks talking about how do you recharge creativity? I've always thought one of the hardest jobs in our industry is being a designer where like you're a full-time designer and you're, you know, during the high season, like right now, you might be given 10, 12, 15 projects you're involved in the design on and every client wants to design back in 48 hours. Right. So how do you be, how do you become or stay creative on demand? What if you just aren't feeling creative? So I want to, um, I'm, I'm reaching out to, um, a buddy Satchel Josephson, who really oversees the Bemidji state design program, which is legendary in the U S uh, trade show industry. I want to get Satchel on and talk about how does he do it? How does he coach his, um, students to do that? And I think one of the ways is, and I've, I've talked to my own designers about this, you know, just go out and walk a retail mall or go out and walk a botanical garden. Or in this case, if you have the means to go to a Euro shop. I just, boy, you just come out of there seeing things using materials and organic. And what I love about the Europeans is I think they're ahead of the curve on using sustainable products, right? Which is really cool. And uh, so I think that's one of the great takeaways is being able to recharge batteries and start to see an industry that I've been in for several decades and with a fresh set of eyes and uh, come back inspired and hopefully able to share that with my team. So. Amazing. Well, I, I think it's always good to get away to get inspired again. So oftentimes you're in the trenches and you just can't get your head up long enough to understand what the landscape looks like and where the future is and how you can improve. So yeah. glad that you're getting this experience over in Neuroshop. I hope others that are going this year get the same experience and that others will plan on going in the future. Uh, you leave tomorrow, right? Leave tomorrow. Um, I think I don't land till my final destination in Dusseldorf till um, Friday, uh, mid or late afternoon. Uh, that for us, the show starts on Sunday. So uh, uh, smart enough to talk to some American friends. We're sort of congregating at the same cluster of hotels. So uh, we can share uh, Uber rides and cabs and maybe hook up for dinner and compare notes at, at the end of the day. Um, so uh, I'm also speaking on a panel over there okay. on uh, there's four or five of us have been asked to speak about what it looks like in a North American market, right? Because so many 
uh, uh, of the companies based in Europe are, no, there's a huge opportunity here. The rules are much different in the United States. Um, and I don't necessarily mean that in a kind way, right? So um, we have, um, there's a lot of jurisdictional uh, differences with things like unions, where in a lot of the cities in Europe, you can, um, you can set up your own, you can do your own electrical panel, you can move your own freight, and you can literally drive, you know, your truck or your van with your exhibit properties into the hall, right up to your booth space, and unload yourself right there. So um, just different than being here, they're told, no, you're not allowed to touch that or do that. And you're going to pay for that. And it's just mm -hmm. a different model. And so part of what we're talking about is um, with our friends that go, why is it so insanely expensive and crazy in the U.S.? And hopefully we'll, um, you know, it is what it is and happy to answer any questions on that. But let's talk about why we still go through it. Right. There's a huge opportunity with, you know, millions and millions of exhibitors and the spending that takes place here. Um you know, another thing that I'm excited about for your shop, which is, I don't know, uh, there's still, Khalil, quite a lag and delay in visas being processed uh, by companies. So, for example, um, this is part of the advocacy we're still working on with the EPA. But, um, you know, if you're in India and you're trying to get a visa to come to the U.S., average wait time right now is 476 days. Colombia, over 800 days. Um, China has really been working ironically to bring their lead time down, depending on the province, it's anywhere from, you know, five to 35 days, um, which I think this has to do mostly with how the U S embassies are staffed, but there are, um, 40% of the people that want to come over here have to get a visa in order to participate. So, you know, when you realize in the North American market, 30% of the opportunity uh, for both attendees and exhibitors is coming from overseas. That's a huge part of the business audience that's still not able to participate. So hmm. I think some of them, if the, if the, the, the restrictions or it's easier for them to get into a show like uh, Euroshop, I think we'll have an opportunity to see some people maybe we haven't seen in a while. And I'm yeah. looking forward to that. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you'll have to keep us updated while you're out there, make some LinkedIn videos for us so we can uh, stay in touch and, and see what it's like for those of us that can't attend. No, looking forward to it. And again, to my owner friends uh, or, or just professionals, if you're ever thinking about it, um, yes, there's a significant spend. Your airfare's going to cost you more. Your hotels may cost you the same as what you're used to. Um, you're going to spend on food, but you know, acknowledging that there's a, there's a bigger spend. But I, I got to tell you, when I went the first time, I made the commitment. I'm definitely going to be going on a regular basis. I may not get it every three years, but it really is worth it. You do make great contacts. Um, the, the design experience is second to none. And if you can tie a few days of free time um, to recharge your batteries on a personal level, um, I, you know, I, again, remember that um, we think about the United States as one market. Um, comparably, there's, you know, 13 or 15 countries that are in the same uh close travel proximity as if we were traveling uh, here locally. So um, take advantage. Our customers are doing it. Um, I think we'll, we're better serving them if we've had that same experience that they do. So appreciate a couple of minutes to be able to talk about your shop. Hope to see a lot of my friends over there and we'll definitely be posting and talking about it on a future episode uh, after the conference. Sounds great. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Khalil. See you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Experience Builders Podcast. 
check out our website in the show notes or visit crewxp.com to learn more. 